Welcome to the Recovery Mile, a podcast where we discuss all things substance use and mental health from a professional, practical, and personal perspective. I'm your host, Tommy Morris, Director of Business Development at 12 Oaks Recovery. And once again, for the third time, I am joined by Kim Warren. Kim, welcome back. Well, thank you. This is becoming a habit. I like it. Yeah, I know. A little (laughs) bit of a trend here, a little bit of a trend. Yep. So today, uh, we're going to talk about an article that you were reading earlier and you were sharing with me. So can you just uh, give a little insight on uh, what the article is, where you found it, and uh, let's get into it. Well, okay. So if you've heard some of my other podcast moments, like (laughs) I can be a little flighty. So I... (laughs) But and there's times where I just get on my phone and I'm like, what's up in the mental health world? Because I'm not in it so much. I do. I'm the insurance lady now. (laughs) So um, I kind of came across 10 things you can do for your mental health is actually written by the University of Michigan. It basically says, try these tips to keep your balance or rebalance yourself. All right. Okay. So you ready for these? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So one value yourself so what this means basically treat yourself with kindness and respect and avoid self-criticism which i think is very important for all of us because that's very easy for me to do like oh kim what what are you doing (laughs) make time for your hobbies and favorite projects broaden your horizons do something like a, a daily crossword puzzle or plant a garden. Take dance lessons, which funny that that mentions that because I have a little list of stuff I want to try. And taking like going and doing one of those adult salsa classes or something's on that list for me. Yeah, that's cool. So let me tell you a story real quick. So there's a guy in my church who mm-hmm. actually had a stroke years ago. Okay. And his wife always wanted to do like ballroom or t- different types of dancing. I mean, he has to walk with like a leg brace, but in knowing that that was a thing for her, but he went and he and her did ballroom oh, dancing and, and saw stuff. It was so cool to actually see the video of him dancing and stuff. Right. And, but I mean, that was, you could see, you know, how uplifting it was for him, you know, right? you know, but for her too. I mean, it was just, that was really cool. So That's yeah, just thinking about dance lessons, I'm like, you know, when you, you do little things for yourself like that and how good it makes you feel that sense of accomplishment and doing right. something and, and he he probably you know. started that out with doing that for her yeah. and it became so good for him yeah it was that's cool. so cool it's pretty cool yeah this is neat i mean so yeah it's a good thing we, we were talking offline earlier just about not being critical in, in the way you think the way you talk about yourself and things so this is this is definitely a a good thing i mean we're not trying to over overvalue ourselves to the point of narcissism no. but there is a healthy balance in valuing yourself and um and yeah, and treating yourself with respect. And I will say that this make time for your hobbies and favorite projects, that's hard for me. Like mm. I work a lot. I am one who kind of like sometimes puts myself on the back burner for other people. Yeah. Um, which it, most of the time makes me happy. But there's other times where I think, man, <laughs> well, I when think, am I going to matter? Yeah, you know? I, I think that's something that's probably easily seen in, in fields like ours, right? Mm-hmm. Healthcare type settings where we are the caretakers. We are the people who help others. And exactly. so we can sometimes find it difficult to break out of that mold. And I mean, it really becomes an issue of constantly pouring out and, and, and taking the time to make sure that you're also poured back into. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. 
Um, so I, I think that's that's I think this is true. Very important. Value yeah. yourself. Find the stuff you like to do. I mean, you know, it talks about planting a garden. Now I can't keep anything alive to save my <laughs> life, right? Yeah. So, but yeah. you know, I pull up. I, I bought a townhouse when I moved down here and stuff, and they all they're very pretty, but they all look alike. So yeah. you know, everybody tries to do a little something to like change theirs up, have your front look a little right. different, you know, and stuff. So. Like, I do have a chair with a pillow out front and stuff like that. But I noticed a lot of my neighbors, you know, they have big pots with plants and stuff. Well, I've tried yeah. it every summer and I kill all of them. Yeah. So my newest project right now is finding like these UV, these pl- fake plants that, but UV lights won't dim them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and stuff. <laughs> And, and see how that ends up working out. So I'll keep you posted. But that's a new self well, kind of thing I'm doing for, I'm, I'm for me. I'm pretty sure I could kill a fake plant. I probably yeah. will. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I said I'll keep you posted. This is not going to be like, or I'm going to. Yeah, they melted. <laughs> exactly. Started those on fire. Oh, Drowned funny. them. Put them, too, put them too close to the sprinkler system. Yeah, something's going to happen. Uh, all right, what's number two? Okay, number two, take care of your body. Uh-oh, all right, we're getting personal here. We now. are getting personal here. So take care of yourself physically. That can improve your mental health. So eat nutritious true. meals. Yeah. Avoid smoking and vaping. Drink plenty of water. Exercise. It helps decrease depression and anxiety and improve moods. Get enough sleep. Researchers believe the lack of sleep contributes to high rate of depression. Now, this is in college students, but I believe that is for everybody. Yeah, I'd say that we can uh, can branch that out yeah, to all. I think all ages would be impacted. One exactly. Yeah. So, um, so I so I will say I do not smoke. However, the the others may or may not speak to some personal <laughs> things mm-hmm. i could work on i am a i smoke and i quit and i smoke and i quit like i'm gonna quit right yeah. now you know let's pray that and hope and everything that, that sticks that goes back to my talking about my anxiety and my weird thinking that it i do deep breathing for a little while while yeah. i'm smoking. <laughs> right. well we had talked about that we that, did um sensation that you get that quick that very fleeting seven minutes yeah yeah, yeah. that's what it calm. was it's seven minutes of just like yeah. you're calm and then like i said now studies show that after those six or seven minutes your anxiety and everything <laughs> right, goes right, right back up but there's something about those yeah. six or seven minutes for yeah. that six or seven minutes that makes you like Whew, I'm calm. Yeah. So yeah. in this and taking care of your body, this is playing the long game, right? So right. that seven minutes of calm is playing the short game. It, exactly. But quitting and taking care of your body is is playing the long game and bringing a, a, a more lasting calm. <laughs> and so now I started in January whole 30. So I, oh, did, okay. I did 30 days. Did never cheated on her or whatever. I lost almost 20 pounds. Wow. Now I need to lose about 80 total. So I still have about 60 to go. The problem is, of course, I'm a middle-aged woman right now in menopause. <laughs> I have what's called PCOS, which so all these things that make you hold weight and have I have an insulin issue now from the PCOS. So mm. I get treated like diabetic. And it makes it harder to lose weight if it wasn't hard enough, because we all know it's hard enough. Yeah. Then it makes it even harder. So I have tried, I mean, 
Beach Body, you know, like I right, or whatever right. that's called. I have tried keto. I've tried all these things since that whole 30. And I lost another like eight pounds. So I put five back on at this point. So I'm I'm trying to like figure out what's gonna work best for me. But you know what happens is then it stresses you out, right? Trying to figure <laughs> that out. Well, so look, I will say this: like Helena has talked to me about this thing, right? And the the one thing she said was, "Don't focus on weight loss. Mm-hmm. Focus on being healthy, healthy, right?" And so I think that that actually, if you were to look at it, whether you lose weight or not, if you eat better and internally are healthy, right? Your your blood is flowing smoothly because it's not having plaque buildup and cholesterol right. and things and your blood pressure is in check because you're mm-hmm. not having high salt or, you know, whatever right. it may be. Lots of caffeine. Just being healthy will start to make you feel better. Like this is something that will will help and feel better physically. It, it can help you feel better. Absolutely. Uh, mentally and emotionally. So I've, I, uh, I did a, two mile walk last week and I felt great. I felt yeah. confident. I felt like, man, I'm ready for today, you know, and, and stuff. And even though physically I'm like, like, well, I mean, two miles of, of just walking doesn't seem like much, <laughs> but physically I was tired. My legs were sore and stuff, but, but mentally, emotionally, I felt, yeah. I felt good. It definitely makes a difference. So this is a good one. I mean, it's, it's amazing. You know, the little things just, like I said, just a, a short walk. I mean, Helena and I did a small walk yet last night, and it felt good. Mm-hmm. You know, drinking plenty of water, I think, is something that's hard for me, but I definitely feel better on the de- days. I that definitely I do feel that better. I versus will say. days where I pound coffee or mm-hmm. something, right? Yeah, <laughs> and I, I have switched so. to. I'll still have my coffee in the morning, but I've switched to pretty much strictly water all day. Yeah. Um, and now sometimes I'll have a seltzer water or something like to get some little flavor than just. Yeah. water but i tried to stick to and it was it was funny because i had a soda for the first time <laughs> like a real one yeah. you know i'll have a diet every here now and then but i had a real one for the first time in like six months or something a few days ago <laughs> i got hiccups so bad <laughs> and i felt horrible right? and i was like okay i yeah. guess i'm you know I, i'm sticking to the water <laughs> I have a problem with exercise. I don't know why. Yeah. but this, That's so, the hardest one for me to do. So. But, the, that is, but the exercise is the one that makes me feel the best. Right, right. What's wrong? Yeah. Yeah, it does. Uh, yeah, I, I think I feel more instant uh, benefits mm-hmm. when I like go for a walk or do something than, say, if I drink a lot of water and right. eat broccoli all day or whatever. Right. So... Yeah, you feel more accomplished. Yeah. You feel I do think it yeah. I do think it helps with Yeah, your there is mood. that sense of accomplishment as well. Yeah. That's good. And then if you do yeah. all that, you're probably gonna sleep pretty well. Yes. Right? Because you're worn out. Because you're worn out. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Whereas like me, my brain spins all, oh, all, all night. the time. All, all night. night long. Yeah, yeah. Same. Yeah. So this is you know yeah. what? You and I need to we this is a, right. number two is our so, focus. So we haven't gotten far into the list <laughs> right. and we and we've we've hit one that you and i need to to maybe encourage yeah. one another we really in. need to like hold each other accountable on, the, all right. on this that's one. a deal that's a deal we can work on that all right let's uh let's not belabor that let's move on to number three <laughs> okay number three we have surround yourself with good people also this goes into us encouraging one another, exactly right? yeah. see look at <laughs> Uh, people with strong family or social connections are generally healthier than those who lack a support network. 
Make plans with the support of family members and friends or seek out activities where you can meet new people, such as a, uh, some sort of club, some sort of class, some sort of um, support group. So I think we do pretty well with this, actually. Yeah, and I, and I actually, it's, you know, we were talking about this as well before, you know, just about in, in our field of recovery. You know, right. we were talking about community and, and just how that helps and, and the way that it encourages uh, us and, and the way community within this industry encourages one another in the, in the recovery community. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there are huge benefits mm-hmm. to, to being um, networked, you know, with other people. Well, and I feel like we see that here. Like, we'll, we'll have maybe we have two clients that come in very similar. Yeah. Okay. And one of them has this really great support network. And one says, I don't have any support left. Mm. The one with the support network, we see them start to do better, regulate, understand yeah. coping skills better and faster most of the time than the one that has no, you know, it kind of goes on like the, this one has yeah. that that cheerleading section standing up for them you know and then this one struggles with that and that you do see that as a big difference oh yeah yeah this is a good one i mean it's i think i think number three is probably something that we we saw impacted the most last year during covid COVID, restrictions right i mean it's it was crazy the the reports of depression and just Mm -hmm anxiety and things that were going on when, when people just were were forced to to take a break. I mean, it's just, there's only so much you can do with Zoom. Yep. You know, there really is. There's only so much you can do with FaceTime and things like right. this. And I feel like just as things have started opening back up and people are getting back together, it, to me, it feels like you start to, you're starting to see a different Yeah, you do. You see thing. a different Like you're, it's like this kind of hope well, I mean, and encouragement. Some people were and, forced to isolate yeah. from everybody. Right. Yeah. That's not normal. We're not built like that. No. I mean, I mean, yeah, everybody had to do it. But then, like, somebody who got COVID, right? right. And then now you're an even you're taking to an even deeper isolation, right? right? Which it's not just you and your family. Like, now you're, now even, you're alone. You're on the other side of the house. And, you're and in a room no one yourself. wants to be near you. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, it was a tough one. And, and, and you know, so this definitely an important thing. And I, and I think last year showed that and why it is so important. Um, so I, I think it's good. I think we're seeing that kind of come back and we're seeing the benefits of it uh, as things start to open back up and people are able to get back around each other. I think you're, you're seeing it in the recovery communities with like yep. the, the 12-step meetings that had gone Opening virtual. Opening back up, they had all gone now, virtual, yeah, right. And, and you, know, I'm, you know, I'm hearing a lot of positive feedback from those guys that are involved in the 12, 12-step community and, and AA and A and all those things and them getting back into their their groups, their home groups. So, yeah. yeah, it was amazing. I went last weekend, I went to Texas. My niece was graduating high school. Nice. And it was the first time in a year that my family, you know, had been together. Wow. Um, you know, and it was like, but it was so funny. Like, what different conversations now? You know, it's like, <laughs> um, okay, so everybody's vaccinated, right? Everybody, you know, it's like literally everybody had been vaccinated. Yeah. <sighs> but man, how awesome it was. Hugged people. <laughs> like, we hugged. We hadn't done that, you know, in a year. I mean, it was it was amazing. It felt yeah. good. Hugging yourself isn't the same. No, right? it is not. It is not. <laughs> well, I can't get more. It felt. Can't get more yeah. myself anyway. So it's, 
It's definitely not the <laughs> no, same. No, it's not. But that felt really good. It really, really did. That's it awesome. was cool. Nice. Yeah. All right. Okay, number, we have give of yourself, right? Yeah, number four. So volunteer your time and energy to help someone else. You'll feel good about doing something tangible to help someone in need, and it's a great way to meet new people. You can um, even just look up fun and cheap things to do in your area for ideas. So offline, we talked about a lot of these offline before we even looked. <laughs> we before did, I even yeah. looked this up. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, because we did talk about how volunteering our time, it does feel good. And there is like almost this selfish piece to it. And there is almost like we were, we were talking about how important it is to kind of listen to what people's needs are though. Cause sometimes yeah. we have a tendency, it's almost like, you know, um, you know, the five love languages. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I've read that. So, yep. That's so, funny. well, I mean, who hasn't? And also I was, when I did Blast family counseling, I gave them, a, I gave those, that was the books I gave to. Wow. But anyways, I love it. So, but I think about things in, in that manner. A lot mm. of times, like we do tend to do things the way we'd like them done. Right. So that's not even just with our significant others yeah. or our children. That's even with this, like volunteering. That is true, yeah. I mean, things like that, instead of listening to their needs. Right. What are their needs? What was the principle? Not not thinking about what fills their love tank. Right. We, we think about what it is that fills ours. Ours, and, and then, then we love that way. Right, yeah. Exactly. So if mine's giving and I'm trying to, giving to, you, I'm trying to right. give to you and you don't care. I like you're like, I don't care yeah. about gifts. Right. What are gifts? I don't care. Right. Go do the dishes. Right. Exactly. <laughs> go go help fix my car. Exactly. You know, do something, you know, mine's acts of service or whatever, right? right? And yeah, but that, it, it does go to that is that, you know, if there is an element of giving that feels good, right? So we've talked before about um, how giving to others, there is this way that we are wired where oxytocin is mm -hmm. released. Right. And so there is a chemical reward that gets released within us when we extend help to others and it feels good right right and so we talked about that like that selfish part of mm -hmm. giving because it does feel good because of the oxytocin but and so it meets your need yeah the important thing is that the giving is not about the oxytocin dump right it's not it's not about you that's the that's the side benefit of it right but the important thing is what you're saying is to actually listen to the other person's needs, you know, and and how you can truly help them. You're right. going to get the oxytocin. Fine. Right. That's going to come regardless. Right. But how do you meet their need? Right. Right. So, so that's good. Yeah. Yeah. So but it is it is important. That is an important piece. Give. Yeah. Give of yourself. You know, and sometimes it, it, it is. Yeah. It's just listening sometimes. Sometimes it is going and serving meals. Sometimes it yeah. is. I mean, there's so many different ways that you can give back. Yeah. I like earlier, you know, you were talking about that power of listening. I think people can maybe forget, you know, that that's how powerful that is. Mm -hmm. Right. Like some people, I mean, some people are just lonely. Some people just need somebody to talk to. Right. And something as simple just listening, mm -hmm. you know, can go a long way. And I think it plays into the number three about, you know, the, the social connections, yeah, right? Helping exactly. others can help uh, with that as well. Well, and I did tell a story and I'll just give a little snippet of it <clears throat> that years and years ago, one of the first jobs I ever had, there was a girl that worked um, there too. And, 
you know, I guess looking back on it, I knew that, you know, she was pretty down on herself and got a little bullied, you know, here and there. And, um, and so she would talk to me a lot at work and we, I would just listen to her. And then I would just kind of tell her how amazing that she, she was and everything I told her, I believed wholeheartedly. Yeah. Um, and I really forgot about it. 20 years goes by. And we end up having a mutual friend and, you know, my last name had changed and stuff. And so the mutual person was like, you know, I never realized until I just had this conversation with, with this person that you're the Kim that she's talked about for 20 years. <laughs> and I'm like, huh? And she said, well, she's always said you saved her life. And I'm like, mm. what? Well, she was suicidal back then. I didn't know that she was to that degree. Yeah. But to her... Just the fact that I listened and then yeah. I helped build her up and I helped her find her way in her mind. Like it, this was not me trying to do that. I was just trying to be a, my authentic self, you know, and right. like, and that's one of my strengths as I listened. Um, but just doing that 20 years later, I found out how much that changed her life. Yeah. Big impact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amazing. And I mean, and that plays into things, right? Like you, helped her with number one, right? And valuing herself. Exactly. Right? Like you, you were the, the, the good people, right? <laughs> For her to be surrounded with, and you were giving of yourself and, and being a, a good listener and an encourager. You know, Which and, then gave her that she took care of her body. Yeah. She went, she, you know, transformed herself yeah. or, I mean, yeah. Yeah. And that's the beauty of these is that they're, they are not, just self-serving right or, or some narcissistic approach to self-love right right it really is about putting us, ourselves in a position that it helps us but it also helps us help others exactly right? which is beautiful exactly so so number five is stress management learn <laughs> how to deal with stress and uh so i'll talk to this a little bit so uh, I like the the first line of the article says, "Like it or not, stress is part of life." Like I like how, how they lead with that, right? It's just mm-hmm. look, we're not going to beat around the bush. This isn't about how to eliminate stress, right? It's like right. it's going to be there, right? So you have to develop coping skills, and it, it lists a lot of things that you can do with, you know, exercise or nature, or journaling. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of different stress. I mean, the list could go on, on and, and on, on for right. different people. Um, you know, so I think that's the key is maybe finding what it is that creates stress relief for you. I do like that it it brings up humor. It does. Right? Learn to laugh. It's, uh, it states that research shows that laughter can actually boost your immune system, ease pain, and relax your body to re- reduce stress. Uh, and I do think that's one of the good things is when we get together, we tend to laugh we a lot. Do. I like that. Yeah. And it does. It feels good. Like, it's, it, it feels good physically, it, mentally, emotionally. Like, it, it's definitely a boost. I love laughing. Like, it is, like, my favorite thing to do, honestly. I like to watch comedies. You know, I mean, just. Look, to- I can tell that because I can hear you from across down the hall, <laughs> like, and around the corner, yes. right? Like, like, so they call our, <laughs> us, like, the crazy corner, right? Because yeah. I have two girls that work for yeah. me. And we're all a little loud, yeah. but we, can, we absolutely can make fun of ourselves yeah. and each other. And, you know, and, and it, it works out great. We end up like a really great team. And it's funny, too, because so I'm a single lady. 
Oh, the single by ladies. By all the single ladies, yeah. yeah. Sorry. However. That was awful. Right, and it's by choice, partly, you know, too. A lot of this goes along with a lot of, we could go dive deep into this. <laughs> but, um, but when other people will say to me, like, well, what's the one thing you really want out of a partner someday if you yeah. ever, and that's my first one. I want someone to laugh with. Because life's not easy. You do have stress. There's no way around it. But if yeah. you can laugh with somebody, you know, if if somebody can, or I trip and fall a lot. <laughs> My old job, they used to cut anything that would happen. They call them Kim Tastrophes. Follow you around more. <laughs> yeah, they call things. They used with to tell my video. Kim Tastrophes and Kim Juries. Yeah. those were the two things. Kim Juries. Kim Juries oh, I like that. Kim Tastrophes and Kim. So Juries. were you like Urkel? Like, did I do that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So I, um, but I need That's somebody funny. who can turn and not get my ex-husband. Oh, he'd get so embarrassed. Yeah. You know, I need someone who turns around and just laughs at me yeah. so I can laugh too. And we can be like, yeah. you know, like that to me, that's so important. Yeah. Yeah. I, someone who doesn't laugh, I couldn't see making to a second date with you. Yeah. So no, uh-uh. no, I can't see it. Wouldn't happen. Yeah. I mean, so there, I mean, there are a lot of things with stress relief and, um, you know, I think just you know, figure out the thing that's healthy for you in doing it, you know, and it, it may be some form of exercise. It may be art, you know, journaling is huge. Right. Oh, yeah. Writing your thoughts out. Writing and stuff. things. Yes. You but know, there's a lot of so. trial and error because, you know, that's why right. there's so many options because right. what's going to work for you may not work for me. Exactly. You know, I'm someone, someone with severe ADHD journaling doesn't always work. <laughs> Okay, they can't do it, right? right? But Look, going out and playing some basketball. I've tried journaling. Mm. Doesn't work. Right. I might get to day three. Right. Maybe. Right. Maybe. Right. But yeah, I can go shoot hoops for four hours. Exactly. But not anymore. Right. Use the paper but you, Right. And yeah, that it feels good. Mm. That's different. Exactly. You know. So, but I will say that journaling can play into the next one, which is quieting your mind. Because one thing I, one thing that does work for me in, in, in kind of making that correlation between number five and number six, number six being quiet your mind, is my mind is always going. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes when I write it down, I can kind of like get it out of my head. Yes. And not obsess over it anymore. Not sit there and, and have the wheels turning about Just whatever non-stop. that thing is. Right? right. Like I get it on paper and it's like, all right, I got it down. I can go back and look at it at, at right. any moment. It's there. Right. And that feels but better. Because if you let your mind just keep it, and there's nothing you can do about it. What can you do at 2 a.m. <laughs> for whatever's going on in your brain? Right. Right? Right. But so like sometimes I keep like a little journal next to my bed. So uh, sometimes when that happens, I'll just write it down. Okay, worry about it tomorrow. Yeah. Like during daylight. Yeah. You know, and nice. um, otherwise I do just sit there and let it go around and around. I do like mindfulness. They talk yeah. about it in this. Um, something about just thinking about nothing for two minutes, you know, I mean, don't most men do that. Anyway? Right. They have a nothing box. Have you ever seen that? Is that menfulness? Uh-huh. There is a nothing box. Women do not have it. Uh, have you ever heard of the book? Um, men are like waffles. Women are like spaghetti. Yes. I yeah. So in the, they uh, talk about that in that do. box. In that that men have the waffle, wa- the, the waffle square that is literally nothing. nothing. And that when you ask them, what are you thinking about? And they say nothing. They're really thinking about nothing. Like, like, and it just doesn't Whereas make sense. Whereas a woman is like, there's no way he's thinking about nothing. Oh, my God. And, like, and that's he, impossible. Says, he says, and then hers is like, you know, these the spaghettis and yeah. the wires in there. Like, 
Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was great. That was the first yeah. time I'd heard somebody say, yeah, it's true. There's nothing. a box where people think about nothing. But men, yeah. women can't do yeah. it. That's mm-hmm. awesome. But <laughs> I, I, right, What I else on that. quieting your mind? Um, so. You know, then you can do, um, well, okay, there's actually an app I have called Calm. I've heard of that. Okay. And you can put different, like, sounds on it. Like, to me, nothing's more calming than the waves sound of the waves yeah so i actually used to i used to like i don't do it anymore but maybe i need to get back to it i used to like to just drive over the bridge mm-hmm. and i would go sit out on a dune sometimes i'd take a notebook with me sometimes i would just sit there yep and there's something about hearing the waves come in right and crash crash yeah back out crash and it was just it's very relaxing oh i still do it yeah a good yeah, I've su- that. Uh, you know if i'm not here on a sunday <laughs> 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 um just kidding uh, <laughs> we are recording on a sunday yeah um for those of you the yeah. i love to go early sunday morning take my chair before uh, anybody else is really there oh that's the key right there right <laughs> yeah. And, yeah to get nobody come to navarre beach nobody <laughs> we are no we longer are the best kept secret yeah. You're no longer the best. It is. Oh my gosh. Can you believe the difference in the past few years? But yeah. So go before anybody's there. Close my eyes and just listen to the, to the waves. My whole day feels better after I do that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, but that's personal. That's my personal, you know, feeling like sometimes I'll say to my son who lives in New York city and (laughs) likes the constant noise and who he also struggles with stuff Mm -hmm. but he's opposite of me like he likes the constant to him that's too quiet when i say (laughs) when he comes home and we'll go do the beaching and i say yeah oh doesn't this he says no it's too quiet Mm. like he needs something more so again it's it's personal these are some things that quiet your mind noise might quiet your mind if that's what you need yeah so actually uh, some music helps me and the Mm -hmm. weird thing is is that Kind of depending on my day or the mood, it will depend on what kind of music. So, right. I mean, I grew up, I, I used to like hip-hop and like more upbeat music and, and things. And, and I mean, I remember I used to do my homework or I'd lay down and I'd sleep and I'd, I'd have, you know, what would be more upbeat music playing. And, I mean, people would be like, how, how do you relax to that? Right. I'm like, I don't know. just But classical music. I love it, like mm. or Frank Sinatra. Like, yeah, like I can go Bach, Beethoven, or like Sinatra, Ella yeah. Fitzgerald, something like that. And for me, probably next to sitting in, on the beach, if I could just sit in a chair, just have the music playing, that's a relaxing thing for me. Mm-hmm. It, it definitely helps me to quiet my mind. And and I actually, <laughs> I my goal is to get a record player. I want to go straight old school mm-hmm. and, and get old. You know, classical. Oh, it's it's pretty vibe. cool. It's awesome. So, so the the New York kid I talk about, yeah, uh, is a musician. Plays mm. guitar. Well, he can play anything, but he plays guitar. And um, so, being as into music as he is, and he writes his own music and everything, he we had a record player. Nice. Um, an old school vinyl. Now yeah. he took it with him, <laughs> but her, and that's how I grew yeah. up. There's something I'm an about 80s that sound, kid. Right? You know, I was born in the early '70s. Grew up in the '80s. And um, my dad, we had, I mean, we had a whole room filled with vinyls, you know. Love it. Still love it. Now, classical is not so much my thing. Blues is. (laughs) Oh, okay. 
Okay, so that. like, if if I really need to like just yeah. go kind of old school blues, Ella Fitzgerald, you know, yeah. she was great to me. But um, but yeah, but again, see, it it's it's different for everybody. It is. It is. All right. So number seven, it is funny because we kind of have talked a lot we about have. a lot of these. So set realistic goals. I mean, this is a little bit of a bigger one. Like the other ones uh, seem very much you know, kind of in the moment or in the day. Set, setting goals is is definitely a, a longer term yep. uh, kind of topic or thing. But I mean, it really is important, uh, I think, in alleviating stress and anxiety. Exactly. Your goals are realistic. I mean, we talked earlier about not being overly, <laughs> this, this theme of narcissism or mm-hmm. selfishness kind of right. keeps coming up, but and not being so selfish in the way we set goals or being unrealistic about what's attainable, you know, and, and kind of setting our And then so up. upset when it doesn't happen. Right, right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. so uh, I had a counselor, you know, who said once that anger stems from unmet expectations, mm-hmm. right? And a yeah. lot of unmet expectations are due to unrealistic expectations. Exactly. Right, Exactly. So, yeah. And I think that's like, because we were kind of talking about, you know, the difference between, because we have short-term goals. Yeah. That can lead us to long-term goals. Right. First, we should have both. Yeah. They do need to be realistic. Now, they need to be achievable. They don't need right. to be easy. Right. So there is, you know, lines. You know, it's like, yeah. you know, okay, maybe our short-term girl goal is a little easier to get to, but the yeah. longer term should be a little should be a little harder. Yeah. We should have to work for it a little bit. But yeah. we also can't expect it just to come to us because we want it. Right. Well, I think that brings you talking about short term and long term also brings up the point that the sometimes it's not about the goal as much as the being realistic about the timing, mm-hmm. right? Because sometimes the unrealistic part of the goal is that we want it to happen tomorrow. Yeah, I want what I want and I want it now. <laughs> right, right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's not necessarily that the goal is unrealistic, but maybe your expectations of when it should happen are exactly. right. So let's let's set a realistic goal with realistic timing, right? You know, because it is going to take work, right? Right. One hundred, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, most of them are. So yeah. Yeah. Um, so I mean, and they talk about um, with this, like, don't overschedule yourself, though. Mm, yeah. um, enjoy accomplishments, though. You know, when you do reach goals, you yeah. know, it's like you should take a moment to celebrate. Like, wow, I did it. Yeah. Yeah. One thing that's helped me is is creating kind of a, a scalable model. Yeah. goals right like i have these goals and instead of just being like here's the starting point and well here's my goal right i i, I do this scalable model in between of saying okay here are kind of like some some step one and step two and and it, it gives you these little wins mm-hmm. and those little wins just they they give you this boost of encouragement keep, and confidence. And then you, the momentum yeah and you're like and you I, can keep yeah, going can and you can keep like, going yes this, right yeah so it, and you so start that to, helps. you can start to see the light at the end of the tunnel yeah most definitely most mm-hmm. definitely so that, that's important too see, i like these yeah i like these <clears throat> um number eight we got break up the monotony do you, do you have monotony i don't <sighs> i don't see you as having monotony <laughs> <laughs> no, because I again, you never know. I could trip, I could right. fall, I could. <laughs> right. I just I feel like <laughs> you, you never know what's gonna happen hanging you out never, with Kim. Ever know. <laughs> but I, yeah, I mean I think that um I think life can become routine sometimes. Um some of that can just be 
the way we kind of put ourselves in, in what's considered the proverbial rot, rat race, right. right, of life, of just, uh, you know, as we, the goals to attain more things, right? So then life becomes get up, go to work, make money, buy go things. Home. Exhausted. Up. Yeah. I mean, how many how many times <laughs> in the Manani are we striving to make money, to buy things that we don't actually have time to enjoy because we're stuck in the monotony of right. trying to make money to buy things. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, and I mean, it could be that. It can, uh, I mean, but it can also just kind of stem from comfort, right? We get comfortable yep. in a routine. We know it. It doesn't uh, push us to any risk. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. And that's where, I, that's where I can be a little monotonous is mm. I will get safe. Yeah. Like, this has been safer Mm. for me, you know, a little bit. And then all of a sudden, I'll wake up one day and be like, what the heck? I haven't done anything, (laughs) like, that I wanted to, you know, go try or, you know, go do. Because I had to put myself out there maybe more than my comfort zone. But I've been trying to not do that. And even just little things. Like, I mean, one night, you know, my daughter and I were like, let's drive to Bucky's. An yeah. hour, an hour away. <laughs> but you, you know, told me about that. Yeah, yeah. just to have yeah, like, but because it was during the pandemic and no one could do anything, right? it's like, go get some beef jerky, man, <laughs> at ten at night. You know, but like, um, uh, but you know, do little funny. spontaneous. You know, sometimes yeah. those spontaneous little things, they're, they're the best. My my oldest daughter, we've not done it yet, but for years, years now. <laughs> so we're probably due to try it. Mm-hmm. She has wanted to do this thing where you you basically face the car out mm-hmm. of the driveway towards the road. Okay. And you flip a penny. Okay. And heads is left, tails is right. Okay. And every time you come to an intersection, you flip you do the it penny. Again. Oh, wow. And you just go whichever direction. And you just do that and see where you end up, you know? And so now you she, could go in a big circle. Right. Could end up in the ocean. I don't right. know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, all right, we made it around the block. We're mm-hmm. home. <laughs> Great. I'm like, uh, hopefully it'll lead us to Culver's for ice cream. Right. But, <laughs> I don't know. but, but yeah. that, but no, something like that would be uh, would be awesome because yeah. it is. It's totally spontaneous. Yeah. You have no idea where you're going to end up. Yeah. Yeah, I like this. I stuff. want yeah. to. I just want to take 98 all the way down to like Apalachicola. Have you been there? I know. Oh, you got to do that. I know. Apalachicola is cool. Mm-hmm. It's small. But I know. But I just want to take the route. It's a cool route. You know, and just do it. It's good seafood. I, I'm allergic. Okay, that's a good route. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. I like it. Break up the non- monotony. Exactly. Break up the monotony. Exactly. All right. And uh, <clears throat> interestingly enough, number nine goes into the field that we work in, avoid alcohol and other drugs. Yes. So this says keep alcohol used to a minimum and avoid other drugs. Sometimes people use alcohol and other drugs to self-medicate. But in reality, alcohol and other drugs only aggravate problems, which we see on a daily basis. I mean, we've talked about it as I've shared my own story that the uh, in an attempt to numb, you know, yep. uh, these problems over here, I create these other new problems. The, yeah, right? exactly. I actually create a bigger problem exactly. for myself, right? Like I... You know, I, I battle some mild depression and I end up in addiction and then I have major right. depressive issues and, and stuff and different things. I mean, it yeah, it definitely it leads to other issues. I mean, DUIs and, and legal issues, it can lead to broken relationships. I mean, there's a lot of things that 
uh, alcohol and substance abuse can lead to. So Right. And I think it's important. I mean, not everybody ends up in addiction. Right. So I think it's important where here it says keep alcohol use to a minimum. I right. mean, you know, if you don't have a problem and you go to dinner and you have a glass of wine with your spaghetti. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But if that glass of wine turns into the bottle. Right. You know, that's where yeah. we have to turn and, and look and see, what am I yeah. doing? Because it, that benefits no one. Right. And that's where the, you know, assessments and things we've talked about on this podcast before and tools that are out there, um, you know, that are, you know, typically you can get an assessment done. There's mm. things online, but a lot of times you can get free assessments um, done through places like ours. You can call and, and talk to somebody and, and know, like, am I going right. to an excessive right point, what is place what's with this, going right? on yeah 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 is it starting to negatively impact right you know your your daily life your job your relationships right. different things you know there's there's definitely some criteria that we would look at through the dsm-5 and, and determine whether number nine uh with alcohol and drugs is becoming an issue for you you know that it is more than like you say right having uh, maybe a glass with dinner or something like that. So it's negatively impacting your life. Right. Because it does. I mean, and, and it plays into, you go back and you look at, you know, it can interrupt your goals. It can create anxiety in your mind. It can create stress. It can uh, it can make you isolate. So then you, you give a wave number three. It can definitely impact your body. Oh, yeah. Um, it can change how you value yourself and how you view yourself, especially if, if you're doing something hardcore that's very destructive to your body. Right. Uh, so, you know, there are a lot, definitely a lot of uh, negative impacts with that. So, right. So, yeah. And, and, you know, in here it talks about self medicating. And mm. I think that is how a lot of people start. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, that was, well, for me, I started with the, uh, the pain injuries, but self medicating, you know, we talked about that right. for my story, became a big part of it. It, right. it was no longer. Me finding any other outlet, it became robotic to yep. where, you know, I just. That's how you yeah. didn't have to deal with anything because you couldn't feel it. Right. Yeah. Went straight to mm -hmm. that. Yep. So, so right. I mean. Well, that leads us into number 10, right? One. So go ahead. Okay. Number 10. Get help when you need it. Yeah. Um, seeking help is actually a sign of strength, which is a, so many people think. Yeah. Oh, I need help. That's a weakness. It right. It's not a weakness. Yeah. It's it's a very very empowering strength actually. Yeah. Um, it's important to remember that treatment is effective, and that's whether it's mental health, addiction, both. I mean, whatever kind of help that is you're seeking because you need it. Yes. Yeah. Um, when you get appropriate care, you can recover um, and become into recovery. And see, yeah. again, we've talked about this too. Recovery. A lot of us go straight to. The addiction piece and recovery. Mm -hmm. yeah. There's recovery in mental health as well. Exactly. That's yeah. for both. Yeah. Well, I think bringing that up takes us all the way back to number one about value yourself, right? So don't be afraid to get help, right? right? Because it could be that you do not value yourself, that you are not showing yourself respect, that you are very critical of yourself, you're very hard on yourself, um, you're constantly, you know, talking down to yourself and, and, berating yourself you can't quiet your mind yeah yeah you can't it's quiet your mind and going it's and just non-stop anxiety it's mm -hmm. non-stop doubt and negativity and so going out and, and getting help uh isn't yeah isn't always about the number nine about the alcohol or, or addiction it can right. be about these other 
uh, ones that are on this list in finding the value of yourself and quieting your mind and finding that that healing. So I, I mean, I again shared my story that psychotherapy and mental health therapy uh, that very much uh, made an impact in my life and and then part of my recovery. Uh, so it's 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 huge. I mean, oh, it's so, it's so, so huge. huge. But I mean, we can see it in 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 a lot of these other areas. They can carry your body. Like <clears throat> I mean, I'll be honest. Like I. I, you might have to see a doctor. I might, yeah. I mean, I might need outside help, right? <laughs> right, like right. it could be a doctor. I uh, listen to so I'll say this. I listened to a podcast by a guy named Abel James. Um, he wrote a book called The Wild Diet, and it's not even it's not a diet book. It's just a it's really just a book of understanding the food industry and and understanding what goes into food and and just different healthy food options from a natural mm-hmm. standpoint, but. Uh, but that was very helpful. I mean, yeah. it was stuff that there was no way I was going to know any of that on my own. Right. Or care to try to find out um, outside of when I got introduced to his book and podcast and learning. And and it took that outside influence. You know, it took me seeking out help and somebody who had specialized in an area for me to try to start understanding nutrition better. Right. You know, right now. Um, it is my wife <laughs> pushing me out of the house to go for a walk, right? Exactly. That is the, the help that I have to seek because uh, if I leave it to myself, I will not do it right. <laughs> at all. So I need help. We talked about holding each other accountable, right? Like we recognize that, that you know, these there are areas here that we need to um, seek help in. You know, sometimes, you know, just I'm going to kind of go through this list, but surrounding yourself with good people. Yep. Sometimes you may have someone who it's just not natural for them and their personality to just go out and and be in groups or crowds or like, you know, interject themselves into social settings, right? That's not a natural thing. And, And somebody just might need help. They just might need to kind of link up with somebody that they know that's kind of an extrovert and be like, Hey, can you, can help me? Right. Well, so we have a fantastic uh, doctor, our addictionologist, medical director, Dr. Gooden. And he said to me, you know, and when I was started like doing the whole 30 and training, Mm. he said, you need to look into leaky gut. You have a lot Uh, of just, he's like, I feel like I could be part of that, your, Mm. your issue. And so I started looking into it and I was like taking off all the boxes. Wow. So, you know. With that, I've been trying to, I haven't done an extremely strict, you know, diet and there's some books out there and everything, but I have been trying to avoid certain things um, that could actually contribute to leaky gut. I've looked into, you know, different supplements, you know, and stuff like that. And then the, the more I've looked into it, the more... I have found. I mean, mm. there's even a lady, I think her name's Dr. Galveston, Dr. Galveston, something. Don't quote me. Um, <laughs> she's on TikTok, of all things. TikTok. Um, yeah. But she's awesome. And she's come up with, you know, kind of a leaky gut program for women and mm. menopause. I mean, just stuff like that. So, like, yeah. you know, but just having people who, who talk to you <laughs> about something, you know, yeah can lead you to seeking more help yeah so i mean we you know i 
there's no shame in looking yeah. for some help. And if you're seeking help to break up the monotony, just reach out to Kim. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. She can help you with that. Kim T- I'm also can called Kim Tastic. I was just thinking that. That has been a name I have been called. <laughs> I also yeah. had my children convinced I was Kim Possible. Oh, man. I mean, I have red hair. Yeah. You know, they they really believed it. Yeah. Really believed it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can keep going. <laughs> so, yeah. So, this was a good list. You know, and it is it is interesting that I'd say between now and, and uh, previous episodes that we've recorded and some offline, we've talked about pretty much all of this. All of this. <laughs> this entire I mean, like, list. pretty deep conversations about yeah. this entire list. Yeah, we so. have. I mean, we've talked about personal things and how we've kind of struggled through some of them and... and you know, how we're working through some of them, how we're still on the journey, right. you know, for a lot of them and still working through it, you know, so it really is a good list. So we'll, I'll put the link in the show notes. Yeah. Um, it looks like um, they adapted this from a national mental health association, national council for community behavioral health care. Cool. So I, I believe, you know, you know, this is written to help college students. I yeah. mean, my niece just went off. She's a, an athlete. So, you know, she had a, it's she just graduated. She had to go off yeah. to school already. You know, ki- these kids just graduating, they're starting school. I mean, this stuff's important for them. Yeah. But I, I think it just goes to show here I was yeah. looking for the same stuff and I graduated <laughs> right. 30, literally 30 <laughs> years ago this yeah. year. Yeah, this is written this, to people 20-something years younger than us. Exactly. And uh, and, and we're yeah. still and yet talking we about still it. And still talk through it and see the right. benefits of each and every one of those things. Exactly. You know? So, yeah, that's the beauty of, of wellness and mental health um, and just taking care of yourself. Yeah. You know, that it, it, it's not something for when you're young Mm-mm. you know it's also not i mean it's across the board yeah it, it crosses ages yeah crosses all lines and and so. we've talked about this before i think we talked about it in one of the other podcasts but we talked about it offline today too about maintenance yeah. i mean sometimes it's like we have to seek help in the moment because we need it in the yeah. moment and then we start to gain some of those skills yeah. start doing some of the start reaching our goals feeling better yeah. about ourselves all that stuff but then every once in a while something it's like it i mean to me i i talk about you know it's kind of like getting oil in your car and your car tuned up or you (laughs) know whatever we need that too our mental health needs that too and so sometimes it's like okay to say you know i need i think i still need some maintenance every three months you see your counselor or you you know do something for yourself to keep that maintenance up because if if you just let it drop off you can start going backwards. Well, that's the beauty of that list, right? It's not that we print that list off, put little blocks next to it, and then, all right, check off, right. value myself, done with that done. for life, right? right. I mm-hmm. value myself. Really? All mm-hmm. right. Talk to me in a couple years, <laughs> exactly. right? Let me let me know how you're feeling six months from now. Exactly. Right? Like Because there's a chance that you, well, if you're a yeah. college student, you bomb a test, and now yeah. you're doubting yourself. That, right. Or as an adult, something else happens. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, don't even get into parenting. Oh, forget <laughs> it. Start to, but, but, quit, you start to cr- question yourself. Christmas Eve, <laughs> my, you know, and I, you know, I'm a single mom, and my kids are older, but I still try to, you know, I was trying to fly my one here. And, uh, I mean, just whatever. My water heater bursts. Christmas Eve. <laughs> I mean, I lost it, like, yeah. like 
the world was coming to an end. Right. And I was like, okay, this is like a weird reaction. (laughs) I mean, yeah, we had no hot water. Yeah, I had to pay, you know, for this thing to get a new one. But that I said to myself, oh, my God, like, you need to go. And I did. I had to make an appointment and go see somebody for a little while. You know, like, because it was. Christmas did not get canceled. Right. right? Because you're. But my reaction to this water heater bursting, like, just tells me that I had gotten out of some of my skills, some of my good habits and stuff like that. And I was letting myself kind of go tumble backwards a little. And that's why it was good that it ends itself with, with seek, you know, seek help when needed. Right. You know, and that's not a one time. Thing. Again, that's not check as needed. Exactly goes on mm-hmm. forever. Right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that doesn't stop. It does not. So we always have times of need. Yes. Yeah. So that's good. All right. Well, once again, thank you for joining me. Well, thank you. Appreciate it, and we'll look forward to the next time. Absolutely. All right. Thank you for listening. We're dropping new episodes every Monday, as well as bonus episodes throughout the month. So be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss an episode. Also, make sure to leave us a review and share the podcast with your friends. You can also find us on recoverymilepodcast.com. There you can see all the platforms that we're on, as well as stream the latest episode. You can also connect with us on social media by going to Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter and searching The Recovery Mile. The Recovery Mile podcast is brought to you by 12 Oaks Recovery. If you or someone you know is in need of help for substance use or mental health, please reach out to 12 Oaks Recovery at 1-800-622-1255.